This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome, everyone, to the 12th episode of the Building a Trinity podcast. I'm your host, Kyler Bills. I'm a freshman wrestling 285 pounds here at Trine, and I'm going to be your guide in the exploration of the Trine wrestling program, both past and present. I am very excited to bring you the 12th installment of the Building a Trinity podcast. This is a bi-monthly podcast in which we will have a guest on the program, whether it be a wrestler on the team now, a coach, or even some alumni. Sometimes we may even have multiple guests, but the purpose of this is to ultimately allow you to get to know some of the people behind the Trine Wrestling program. And since the details are out of the way, we'll jump into today's guest. Joining us today, we have former Trine Wrestler and current head coach of the Indiana Tech Wrestling Squad, Thomas Pompey. How are you doing, Coach Pompey? I'm doing great. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, pleasure being back on campus. No, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. So I always like to start with this question. Um, it's kind of deep, but uh, who is Thomas Pompey? That is a good question. Um, <laughs> Thomas Pompey, father, um, beautiful daughter Evelyn, husband, my wife Brittany, um, and wrestling coach, wrestling enthusiast. That's, that's pretty much what my whole life wraps around. So. I love it. I love it. Um, so now I want to start into some things. You know, what brought – you know, you, you talked about it a little bit beforehand, but uh, it's been a little while, but coming to try and, you know, what was it that brought you here? Um, yeah, so I, I look – all the way back to my senior year of high school, thinking about, you know, where did I want to wrestle? Did I want to wrestle? Um, my, my high school coach knew the, the head coach at the time here, so that, that built that connection, and he watched me wrestle. Um, really took a chance on a brand-new program. I think I was the second recruiting class. Okay. Um, so it was intriguing to me just to be able to start something fresh and, and kind of be able to make something happen here. I think I was sold on that. I really liked the campus at the time. It, it had my major. It had everything that I wanted. Um, like I came from a huge high school, so coming to a much smaller school at the time when, when it was tri-state and it was much smaller, I, I kind of liked it. everything that I, I think I really wanted. Um, looking forward to all the colleges I was picking through. Oh, absolutely. Um, so you definitely, like, coming into college and, and on that search, um, you talked about it a little bit, but was it always a small school atmosphere that you wanted? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, high school at the time had 3,000-plus kids, and, we, you know, you go to some visits and I didn't think it would happen. I was like overwhelmed on some of like mm-hmm. the big classrooms, the big group tours, everything, and, and came here and everything felt really comfortable, which is probably what I needed. And you know, I was a decent student, and I think this helped me become a better student. Um, smaller classrooms, knowing all my professors, all that stuff that small schools give you. But yeah, it just it felt it just felt right. No, absolutely. Um, when you first stepped onto campus, uh, what were some of your first impressions? Um, I'm thinking way back now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was excited. Just new people, um, new me, new, new chance to kind of do what I wanted to do and, and set some new goals for me, uh, wrestling and academically. Uh, I knew we had a lot of work to do. I knew the team was, was pretty much brand new, um, which was good. Like, we weren't established yet. We can create our, our future and, and what we were working towards. So I was excited. I bonded really well with, with my, my roommate and, and hallmates. Um, it was a good time. It was nice. Like, I just remember the first week of school knowing, like, I think I made the right choice. Like, we haven't done anything sports-related yet. Mm-hmm. just felt really comfortable with where I was. No, absolutely. And I've talked about this, you know, with some of my buddies. And it's such a great, like, you know, everybody, there's a st- stigma around necessarily D3 or NAIA schools. Um, but just the relationships and, like, you're coming here, you know, not just athletics. Like, I love the sport of wrestling. Sport, uh, you know, wrestling, wrestling is my life. I've, I've grown up in a wrestling family. But, you know, you're here to, to set yourself up for the next stage in life. And the people that you meet here, you're going to remember for the rest of your life. Um, so I think when you, like what you just mentioned, when you fell in love with the school before even doing anything wrestling-related, I think is really cool. I, I think, like, it's the most cliche thing. And, you know, we say it recruiting and the small school and the benefits. But it's really true, like – my education professors, they got me a job, like, before I even graduated. Like, they had something set up for me, and I still communicate with, with people and, and all my friends still going to weddings and seeing everyone. Like, it's um, – it really is true. I mean, you know, people act like it's the thing we got to sell on. But just being able to be in that small community where I really felt like I had really good friendships and relationships with professors and everyone around made, made a huge difference on the trajectory of my career and where I'm at. 
No, absolutely. So um, you talked a little bit about your education. Um, what was your major and how do you feel that trying kind of set you up for the, the career aspect of your life? Sure. Uh, ended up being elementary education. Okay. Changed it a couple times. You know, came here, didn't really know what I wanted yet. Figured that out. Um, really, really enjoyed the education program. I was here. I felt like uh, when I when I moved into that major and like in my first class, they were already putting me out in the classroom into the town into, into schools. Like I was like, this is awesome. I felt like I got experience immediately and knew this is what I wanted to do. I wasn't waiting until I was a junior going on an internship, figuring out if I like this or not. Like immediately I was there, knew that this is what I wanted. So yeah, elementary education um, is what I graduated with. That's what I started teaching. Um, fifth grade teacher in Fort while before um, the whole Indiana Tech thing kind of took over. But uh, it was great. It was, you know, I, I really felt like they prepared me well, as well as you can for, you know, the real world. Right, right. Um, we have a guy who's, you know, Josh Howe, he's a elementary ed professor major, and he always talks about how he's going out to schools and seeing that. And that's, I think that's super cool, you know, being in, in communications. We've gone on a couple road trips and got to go into some studios, some radio booths. Um, I think they just set you up well, regardless of the, you know, the major, the education that you're necessarily striving for. Um, so before we dive into everything, everything wrestling, and for a man like you, I'm sure, you know, wrestling takes a big part of your life. Yeah. Um, but what are some of your hobbies outside of wrestling? Uh, that's, you know, I, I've, I think about that a lot. I think that I need to find some hobbies. Um, <laughs> I do like being outside. I like to golf. I like to okay. think I'm okay at golf. No, I need some, I got some work to do. Um, you know, just connecting with buddies. I, I, I like watching TV. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, I like playing with, with my daughter and hanging out with my family. Um, I like, you know, woodworking and, and carpentry or things like that, stuff that keeps me entertained from time to time. But, yeah, bulk, bulk of my life rolls around wrestling, and I'm okay with that. Right. No, absolutely. Um, so, you know, talk to me now as we transition into wrestling. Talk to me about, you know, your background in wrestling, how you started wrestling, maybe a turning point, um, high school, college, and, and even if you want to dive into, you know, where you're at now. Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, I remember starting just like probably most people do. Um, buddy wrestled, wanted to go to wrestling, knew absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know, everyone's like, ah, yeah, big WWE fan. Like, that's what I'll do. Absolutely. I had no idea what it was about. Um, I remember really liking practices, uh, mostly because I think we play games, and I have no idea. I was terrible. Um, you know, that's especially when we moved out to Indiana, same thing. Just found friends, wanted to wrestle. Um, it was fun. I mean, that's the thing. I remember, I remember maybe my first wrestling match, and I remember, you know, what's one of the first things you learn as a kid is, like, spin drill. So I remember getting a takedown and then, like, spinning around <laughs> on top of the guy, like, thinking I was scoring points the whole time. Um but, yeah, I didn't win a lot of matches early on. I, I started really hitting my stride in high school. Um, when, my, when my high school coach came in as a junior, Cale Hoover, um, I really felt like I, I turned the corner, started to, and started figuring things out. He understood me and worked with me well. Um, and I think the whole time him and I knew that I was going to be better in, in college. Like, I was still figuring things out. I, I mm -hmm. was going to do pretty well. I just needed more coaching, and um, my ceiling was decently high at the time. So um, that's, that's what led me to here. And, and had a pretty decent college career, won some tournaments, won some matches. Um, just always learning, always getting better, you know, definitely not the best by any means. Um, but, you know, enjoying it the whole time. And there's always times where you doubt yourself and you just got to remember why you're doing it. Um, and, and I always came back to like, well, th this is what I love to do. It's it's my only hobby. Right. I, I truly enjoy it. That's why I keep doing it. Right. So, um, so that, that kind of took me through college, graduated. Um, you know, my, my first couple – Things I wanted to do didn't really align uh, where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to coach. Um, during student teaching, I, I coached up at Prairie Heights. Okay. So that was fun. That was a unique experience, kind of getting, you know, my feet wet coaching, meeting some guys, having a little bit of success there. And then, uh, you know, I decided to go back to school and got my um, got my MBA at Indiana Tech, and, and that led me to an assistant coaching position there and, and eventually the head coaching position there as well. So that's kind of where everything took me and, and how I ended up in Fort Wayne. Um, I had no idea. Like I just, I just picked up and moved and went down there. I had no place to live. I had no money and took a chance on myself and, and the people around me. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, so at, at trying, how did you see, you know, the team grow in the, in those four years you were here from when you started to when you graduated? Yeah. Um, so it came in and, you know, I think the, the class before us had some really good wrestlers and some of my friends, um, I also think it probably had some guys that maybe, they didn't want to be college wrestlers, but they liked wrestling. And I think over the four years, it became every single class was just guys that wanted to wrestle and wanted to compete and wanted to do well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really, I think, what shifted the attitude 
and really the competitiveness of our team is that like we started having a little bit of success and everyone coming in wanted to have that success and really wanted to be here for wrestling um, and you know the guys that always stuck it out and stayed and they, they did well they, they believed in what we were doing and what we were accomplishing and um, that's probably the biggest change I saw is, is every single year the recruiting class got more and more competitive and um, not even just like credential washes these guys came in and they wanted to compete they wanted to wrestle they wanted to be here and be a part of what was happening at the time which was still brand new like I, I was teams two three four and five like we were still brand new just still trying to get going right no absolutely so you can probably answer this question uh, from not only a wrestler standpoint but but a coach and seeing a lot of those guys who come from high school to college um what would you say the the hardest part about the transition was wrestling wise um you know from high school to college and you know the difference in the level of commitment what would you say i think you nailed it right there one commitment just going from like you know this is big commitment practices are hard there's a lot more asked of you you don't really have a lot of off season here and there you're not playing multiple sports you're really um devoted to this that'd be one and uh two just the level of competition i, I see it as a coach saw it as an athlete people come in they were a good high school wrestler um wasn't for them the the practices the training the, the losses you take early on when you're young like it's not for everybody um, and that'll always be the case is um, it takes a special kind of person to be a college athlete and even more special person to be a college wrestler in my mind because it's it's very difficult and um, but the people that do stay that do stick it out are, are normally pretty successful human beings on and off the mat so um, those, those were the two things was the commitment level and just the um, the grind, the everyday grind of, of everything and being difficult and knowing that, hey, I was the best and now I'm, I'm average, so i got to figure out what it's going to take to be the best. No, absolutely. Um, so I talked about it from a team aspect, um, and I think a lot of people, you know, it, it's, a, it's a big difference. Um, you see a lot of growth, whether that be individually or team, you know, whether somebody comes, becomes a better wrestler, a better teammate, um, whatever it may be, but... Um, Talk to me about how yourself, you know, as a wrestler and, and Thomas Pompey grew um, in, in those four years here at Trine as opposed to, you know, just the team aspect. Um, grew a lot off the mat. Um, you know, great family life came here. And I was like, my, my biggest goal was to just be able to do everything on my own, just like prove to myself and not anyone, just myself, like I can handle this. Like I can be on my, my own. I can go to class. I can get good grades. I don't need someone being on top of me all the time. Um, I think it really made me a responsible person. Um, different organizations and, and groups on campus that I was a part of, I, I fell into some leadership roles, which I think um, naturally helped me just be more responsible, you know, figure out what my priorities are. Big, big thing college students lack sometimes is organizations, the reason why they're not successful, and I feel like I had that. I feel like I could prioritize what was important to me and, and always move those priorities around depending on what time of the year it was, but I think that helped a lot. I feel like that's where I really grew, like, learning from people around me, positives and negatives, um, just figuring out how, you know, when I leave this place, will I be ready to be on my own? And I do. I think this place prepared me for that. I think I learned. I think I grew. I think I was around the right people the whole time that, that helped me um, set myself up for the next part of my life. No, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, it, it's so difficult being a college athlete and a college student in general at any absolutely. level. Um, like you just said, you're living on your own. You have nobody to, you know, watch your back. Uh, you have, you know, especially here at Trine, small atmosphere, the professors are here for you to help or to help you, but, you know, it's all on you. You know, it takes a sense of maturity and it takes a sense of responsibility. Um, it's not for everybody. No, absolutely. Um, what would you say, you know, I'm going to keep going back to yeah. it, but you have two unique perspectives being a coach who, who sees it and then going through it yourself. Um, the biggest, you know, advice to juggling both, you know, academics and, and school life as opposed and, and also, you know, athletics. Sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I lived that life, um, saw people live it well, live it poorly. I, I try and relay that information onto all my guys on my team and just understand that like, you have your whole life to, to do whatever you want. Like it's, it's not hard to devote a little bit of time and energy right now into, into this. Like, are you really invested in what you want to do? Or are you just kind of interested in mm -hmm. it? And that's, that's probably the deal breaker for some is they're interested in it, but are you truly invested in, in what we're doing and what you want to accomplish? Like a big thing is, you know, being organized. Every college student thinks like, I, I got so much going on. I don't have enough time on my hands, but like it, you just got to break it down and you got to tell people that because there's probably times where I thought I was overwhelmed and busy and be like, listen, 
if you're sleeping eight hours of the day and you're going to class for three to four hours a day and, and two hours is devoted to sports, like you, there's a lot of time left in the day to, to be successful. It's how do you want to use that time? Um, so understanding that and, and people do need help or taught or guided in that, that setting. Like, okay, I, I do have time available. I can accomplish these things. I can um, be organized and be productive and still be able to do sports and, and everything that I want to accomplish here. So um, that, that's a big one. It's just understanding like where your priorities are and, and how you want to accomplish them. Oh, absolutely. Um, there's this quote that uh, I, I'm not sure who said it or, or um, how it came to me, but I think it, it relays to all facets of life. You know, if it matters, you'll find a way. Absolutely. Um, I think I think it might have been my high school football coach. Um, there was one day at practice I had missed the uh, – and, and everything is on, like I – mean, he was very strict as far as any, anything from what we wore to, you know – you know, it's it's anything from what we wore to what we're doing in, in walkthroughs. You know, everything had a purpose. So, you know, there was one day I didn't wear my practice jersey. I left – or I had – I was switched from defense to offense is what it was. Um, but I had a blue practice jersey because I didn't order a white one. Um, and he goes, why do you have a blue jersey on? And I was like, um, I just didn't order another one. He's like, does it matter to you? And I was like, yes. He's <laughs> like, then you would have found a way, you know. And I think you know, at the time I was a little shaked because, you know, his sure. head coach yeah. has talked to me. But um, it, it's true, you know. If, if it really matters, you'll do whatever it takes. You'll make those sacrifices. Um, yeah, I, I love that. I think, like, what matters to some people. Like, well, you always have your phone on you and it's always charged. Or you always have this. Like, exactly. that's, that stuff matters to you. Like, if wrestling matters to you, if school matters to you, you'll find a way to, to accomplish it and get it done. No, absolutely, and it's it's something I'm trying to work on. But since, like, I mean, really here recently, I've been, you know, if thinking about it in my head so much, just like if you know, if if I have something to do, and it, like I just said, it truly matters to me, I'll, I'll get it done the night before. Or if I'm going home, I'll get everything done the night before, so I can leave right after class. Yep. You know, and just applying it to all aspects of my life, wrestling, conditioning, and anything academics. Um, so I'm definitely trying to do better and and live by that example in a way yeah no, I, I said it like you're gonna have your whole life to watch tv and do, and do whatever you want like it's it's not hard to give a little bit of extra time right now in this short window we can't be athletes forever we can't be in school forever like you get a short amount of time to to live your dream to, so to say and so you know give the best effort you got no absolutely and, and that's another thing it's like in the moment, I don't think you cherish it as much. Um, Absolutely. You know, there's there's times where, like, in high school, I was just like, I can't re- wait to just get out of practice. You know, I'm, I was cutting weight at the time. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's a drag sometimes, but then it's like I'm looking back on it, and it's like, and I can't imagine when I'm actually done with everything after my four years here, but it's just like, like right now, I, I would give anything to just go have a normal day and practice at 4 o'clock, you know. I think you're, you're not alone, I think, and you talk to every – They'd go right back in a heartbeat. Did were practices hard? Were they terrible? Yeah, absolutely. There's parts that we hated. There's a, there's a ton of parts that we loved, and I don't think we would second guess going right back in there if we had a chance to, to do it again. And, and you know, every year we have seniors just like you guys speak at the banquet, and they say the same things like, "Man, I can't believe it went by so fast. Like I can't believe it's over. Like maybe I wish I would have given more effort, or maybe I wish I would have done it differently." So trying to tell the young guys to be ready to to do everything so that you don't have those regrets later on. But no, absolutely. So. For me, um, unfortunately, I didn't have the opportunity um, to wrestle in Hershey this year. I'm sure you experienced as a coach due to all the COVID stuff, kind of spiked back up. Didn't get a home duel. Um, For you, how was the atmosphere like wrestling? Or maybe not even Hershey, but just, I don't know. The arc probably wasn't here when you guys were. No, no, not Billy. Yeah, we were at Hershey. Um, Just wrestling in that home atmosphere and in your home gym, what was that like? Yeah, um, you know, it's pretty you go, you go to a lot of places and, and the fans are hit or miss at wrestling I means that's just mm-hmm. that's just the truth i think it's all about the culture that your school builds up around the team so i uh i enjoyed it i think mostly because like the only people i really ever cared about was probably the guys in the stands behind me like that that's the atmosphere like so right. we, we had some good competitive duels here wrestling indianapolis and uh olivet and like all of our rival schools at the time so the gym was never packed but it was all about who am i who are we performing in front of and it was the guys on the bench and the rest of our teammates in the stands and and our parents like that's that's all that matters like i that's who we do it for it's like our small circle of people we love around us so right um that that's what made it fun so yeah we had some great dual meets here um hosted little state one year hosted uh conference tournament one year like so we had a regional tournament i believe so it, it was okay. nice to be able to be home and not have to travel that always makes everything a lot right. easier as an athlete so. no for sure um overall you know what would be 
and we've talked about it to juggling academics and athletics and then just from a wrestling aspect. Um, but overall, what's the, the just the biggest piece of advice um, or anything you would say to any any college any high school kid right now who's on the fence, you know, about coming and, and wrestling at college? It's tough. Um, <laughs> put me on the spot here. Um, it's going to be hard. But, but everything in, in life worth having is going to be hard. And that's sort of something I've been saying to a, a lot of recruits or a lot of people. Like, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Um, but so is getting a job. So is just going to school. So is having a family or relationship, having a child. Like, all that stuff's hard. Um, and just being ready to put in the work for it. I, th- I think that's important. Just because it's hard doesn't mean we don't enjoy it or don't love it or that it's not fun. You know, we throw that word around a lot in wrestling, like, Wrestling could be hard. It still could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it still can be enjoyable. So just just prepare for it to be hard and, and be ready to put in the work that that requires. Um, I think that that's kind of one that encompasses a lot of different areas. And we've talked about some other advice, but it's going to be hard. School's going to be hard. Being away from home is going to be hard. Wrestling's going to be hard. Social challenges of college is going to be hard. And just being able to prepare for them and, and navigate yourself and, and make sure you're focused on what you need to do. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Um, so jumping into some of the, the actual, you know, wrestling, um, did you, or I know we talked about this before, was there ever a match where you kind of had a wake up call, you know, where you're just like, you're, you're kind of caught off guard or knocked off your feet in a way? Um, I'm sure there was a bunch. <laughs> so, um, I was real slow off the whistle to begin with anyway. Okay. So it took some time to get into some matches. So, um, you know, I'm sure there was some individual matches uh, for sure. I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, a few. I know there was some some duels too as well where I was, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Like, is we got to get things going. Like, we right. got to turn around as a whole team. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, one of my first college matches, like, just it was tough. You know, you, you win that match, but it was it was hard. And it's like that was maybe the hardest match I ever had to win. And I don't even know if that kid was good at the time. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, then the, – Probably, probably my first week in college wrestling, I wrestled like a junior college national champ, and okay. it was not pretty. Like, <laughs> it was bad. Um, I was like, man. I, and I didn't know who the guy was at the time. So from that moment, I was like, I got to get better. Right. No idea the guy was any good. But, like, yeah, there was a lot. There, there, was, there was a lot. I think every match, I think we always got to be learning um, from every win and every loss we take. You know, I said it to a couple guys, like, we got to always learn. As coaches, we got to learn. As athletes, we got to learn. We got to be willing to, to develop and, and work on things that maybe is not in our our wheelhouse or our comfort zone, but got to get better. Um, got to, got to, got to always be learning. No, absolutely. Um, it's been a little bit, um, but who would you say, and maybe not, you know, the top one, cause it's, mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's hard to separate a crowd. Sure. Um, who would you say is, is one of the toughest opponents that you've wrestled in college? Um, I definitely, like I said, I wrestled a kid from Lincoln who ended up being, he was a division one wrestler, ended up being a junior college national champ, Kenny Jordan, who was really good, sticks out. Like that was my first, like, pounding like I was bad um wrestled uh University of Wisconsin so we we dueled the University of Wisconsin that was wow. eye-opening so yeah um I think his name was Zach uh I can't think of his, his last name but yeah he was really good he ended up being a college coach from a D1 college coach like he was a couple time national qualifier okay. probably an all-american like that was hard um and then like there's some others like um I always wrestled a kid from Mount St. Joe who was like, we went back and forth like six or seven times in college. Like we both got each other. It was hard. It was tough wrestling. And you know, those were the fun ones. Same thing with a couple guys from Olivet. Like um, they, they were all tough, you know, and I think that's what makes you as better wrestler is learning from those tough matches and, and grinding some out. But those two for sure. Um, my senior year, we were able to go to the Michigan State Open for the first time, which was awesome. Had no idea what to expect there. Um, you know, first three rounds was Michigan State, IU, Purdue, and then like, Illinois came mm. next so like it was just like that was fun wrestling to me like right. I, like it, it was cool to have that experience no absolutely um so you know you talked about Olivet a little bit and for me my freshman year consisted of like probably 70 or 80 percent of my matches <laughs> were against were against MIAA guys specifically yeah. Olivet I wrestled almost every single heavyweight they have on the roster um so you know it's it's even in high school is what I've experienced a lot. And growing, you know, you don't want to throw the word hatred around, but you certainly don't like your rivals uh, and guys in your conference. So how much more does it mean to beat some of those teams in the MIAA or even at – you guys are in a conference. Yeah, yeah, right? okay. the, the WAC, the, the Wolverine Hoosier Conference. Yeah, it's uh, – I think you hit on it's like because you see these people all the time, you, you it's got that little extra something to it. Like I could go across the country, wrestle some guy, lose, and maybe never see him again, maybe mm-hmm. not – 
my not in my division or whatever it's going to be. But yeah, you see like same thing. Like I just felt like Olivet and us and Mount St. Joe were in Manchester at the time. We're just like going every single week in the same tournament. So it was every single week and see the same people over and over and over again for the most part. I was like, I just, I can't lose to them multiple times, let alone at all. So right. yeah, it always, it always felt good uh, beating Olivet, beating Mount St. Joe. Manchester was good at the time coming off of being good. So um, yeah, and it, for us, it was, back to being new like we wanted to be the team like I think we came in at a spot like you know Wabash is phenomenal right now they were not where they were at the time mm-hmm. and Manchester was just coming off and of being great and like we came in and like kind of emerged as a team to be and it, it felt really good doing it with all younger guys with not a lot of history behind us so it that was kind of the chip on our shoulder like yeah we're gonna be really good you guys have been established for a while we're gonna try and give you everything we got for sure so as I've grown and matured, um, I think as a, as a person, as an athlete, I've really realized, you know, I was blessed enough to come from a very culture-rich school in both football and, and wrestling. Um, I, I consider culture to maybe be, more, like, the most important thing. Um, and I'm sure, you know, you, it's, it's have everything. A, you have a great culture where, you, you know, where you're coaching at. Um, anybody mentions Indiana Tech, I mean, I've went and trained there in high school, Um it's just a great culture there, great athletes, um, and you're constantly producing, you know, national caliber guys. Um, so for you, how do you kind of grow culture and motivate a, a team from from the coaching standpoint and as a wrestler standpoint? Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's something that I'm always still trying to figure out. I mean, that's huge. Culture is everything, like we just said. Um, doing things right in every aspect of your life. You know, that we got a lot of little sayings that we talk about that I'm sure all programs do. I, I think the big thing is, you know, we probably need to talk about it more. Like, yeah, we throw our goals up there. We talk about our culture and our expectations and our standards, but we probably can afford to talk about it weekly, maybe daily, going through and, and talking about what it means to be, you know, on this team or on that team. Um, so for us, like we say a lot, like keeping the expecta- the expectation high, the standard high, and, and people will live up to that and, some won't and they'll go away and that's fine the people that want to live up to the standard and expectation will be successful with us it's sort of a philosophy we have but yeah we got to talk about it more and just raise the right people you know we're really proud of doing everything well in all areas it's it's one thing to be good at wrestling um, but are you good you know academically as a team are you good around campus um, it's all of it so I think you know we talk about culture it's got to it's got to be everything about your program not just you know the wrestling aspect of it so that that's huge um, but we can always get better there like it's got to all be about culture you you want to be happy when you win and you know i never want to be i don't want to win and be like well i didn't want to win with those guys like i right. wasn't happy with it so I'm, I'm i'm super proud of when my, my guys win and what they accomplish because i know how hard they work i know how good of people they are um you know i can, I can rest easy at night mm-hmm. no for sure um so you know how do injuries um whether it be to the team or yourself how did those kind of impact your your time here um and you know also you know from the coaching perspective and the wrestler um how do you kind of stay motivated through those or, or what, what advice do you give your guys because um, mentally it can be really draining you know if, if you're battling a tough year and you can't even stay healthy um, it, it can become a lot on top of a lot of other things um, so how do you stay motivated through those things yeah that's uh so I, I was fortunate as an athlete you know never never got hurt really it was never out um and you're always going to have injuries some years more than others some they're, they're they're freak accidents it might be a practice it might be a match and um, you know I had my first real injury probably in my life this year and I was out for a while and I was like kind of started to empathize with with the people who are hurt on the team are and I was like man that's I understand what it's like to not be on the mat now like I've never had that feeling right. so I'm learning about myself and about the situation I could do a way better job with, you know, making sure those guys are as involved as possible and cared about because it is, it's lonely. You know, you talk to some guys who are injured that come back and like, it's, it's lonely to be on the bike. It's lonely to not wrestle. Like you feel like you're disconnected from the team. So I need to do a better job in that, making sure everyone feels, you know, wanted and still involved, but it's hard. Um, you know, and just speaking from a coach, just like, I learned a lot this year. Like, man, when I couldn't be on the mat wrestling, like, and I'm old, so, like, I can't imagine what it's like for a kid in college that's trying to compete and trying to win and trying to do it right now. Like, I got no goals for me winning personally, but these right. guys do. So, um, yeah, it's it's hard. It's got to be, you know, motivating. You got to make sure they're trying to get back as fast as they can and, and working through. And, and, and every situation's different. Every injury, person to person, has got to be dealt with probably differently. And 
timetables are always um, different. You know, you might be a freshman coming back from ACL versus a, a fifth year senior. Like you don't got a lot of time. You got to make that choice to, to get out there and go or, or, or call it quits. So, um, but yeah, just, I, you know, me personally being better with on the mental side of um, empathizing with these guys and what they're going through and, and trying to help them with whatever they need. So, um, but yeah, injuries in our sport are tough. They happen all the time, every, every level, every division. Um, it's just about making sure that, you set themselves up to be successful. And, you know, we have a guy right now who just got hurt, and the big question is like, well, what are you going to do to get better over the next couple of weeks? Are you going to watch film? Are we going to strength train? You know, how can we get better Why we physically can't be on the mat? And, and some people lose sight of that. They're like, well, I'm out. I can't do anything. You can always be getting mental reps, studying film, taking notes, coaching, so- something that keeps you involved in the sport to get you better. Oh, for sure. Um, I think it's it's kind of cool that you brought up that disconnect. Um, I'm a big Carolina Panthers fan. I was reading an article about J.C. Horn. He was never hurt all his life. Um, and then tore his Achilles in th- week three of the NFL season last year. Um, and he said how it's, it's weird because when he was hurt, you know, coaches walk by him. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're focused. And, and he said because his dad played um, wide receiver Joe Horn. And he said, um, you know, it's a business. They have to do and, and talk and focus on the guys that are, you know, leading the team and, and on what's best for the yeah, business. you got um, to focus on the guys who are going to be on the mat that right. weekend wrestling. It is hard. It's And it's it's something that we got to do a better job of balancing. But it's true. we got to whatever hands you're dealt, we got to deal with what's in front of us. And if that guy's out, that, that guy's out, like, got to focus on who we do have at the time. Right, and I think that that's like, because, you know, I, I've battled injuries. I uh, had, had surgery in my junior year, which ended my season. Then battling, even even here my, my freshman year, just battling, you know, my minuscule yeah. things, you know, sprain, sprained AC joint, um, just some other tweaks. Um, and it's weird because it's just like, you know, you feel so disconnected, but it's like, it, it, just like in the rest of the world, you know, it doesn't stop just because you stop. You know? Absolutely, um, yeah. it's not all not revolving around you, right. unfortunately. And it's it's hard. I mean, it, it's it's very hard to deal with and cope with. But like, yeah, I think as the athlete too, like you got to do as much as you can to be involved. Like you can't feel sorry for yourself all right. the time. Like we, we can't be successful if every person hurt everywhere is feeling sorry for themselves. You got you got to do whatever you can to, to get back. Mm-hmm. No, and it's hard. Like you just said, you know, it takes a sense of maturity to put team over yourself, you know, especially in wrestling where, you know, it's maybe not be a team sport, you know, there's a team aspect to it, but, um, you know, it's a sense of maturity to, to take that step, you know, and, and be selfless and just allow the team to grow. Be happy for the guy that's behind you that gets a shot to, to prove himself. Be happy for him and, and not, you know, upset that you're not there. No, absolutely. Um so something else that I found extremely important, um, you know, I think that one thing that you can get away in high school, you can't really get away from it in college, um, is just the importance of nutrition and taking care of your body. Um, can you talk a little bit about how important those things are? Huge, huge. But, you know, it's like it's with culture and with it's and mindset. It's like it's up there. You know, we don't do enough job talking about it. Um, you know, we bring in a nutritionist. We talk about things, how to eat, when to eat, how to work out everything and i'll be honest every 18 year old that comes in thinks they do it the best thinks they know how to do it and then it gets difficult and they they break and they can't get it done it's like you just you got to listen i've been in that boat i i was here um it was one year i I, I cut weight really well did it perfectly did everything like i was supposed to did well next year i gave up on that and like you know at the time blamed others and looking back is like no that was on me um you got to listen to the people around you but but what you eat how you eat um, how we're working out it's it's crucial in college wrestling it's crucial in all college sports but it is different like you know that you can go you can cut weight really poorly in high school go to a tournament be the best guy there it's not happening all the time in college like you you have to be on point from from off the scale to wrestling and, and being ready to go uh, what you put in your body all week how you lost weight the workouts you did to what did you eat immediately after weigh-ins and what are you doing like it's a science like there's so much research and stuff out there like there's no reason not to take advantage of it or listen to people who have degrees in that and and know better than you do no absolutely um so something that you know on top of nutrition um one of the most extremely important aspects that i've kind of noticed is you know keeping a strong mentality um you know whether it be high school or, or a lot of people see that really come out in the jump from from high school to college could be super successful in high school and then you know they don't understand how difficult it's going to be how okay loss is in a way um 
So how do you stay motivated through such, you know, highs and lows? Uh, maybe even describe some, you know, highs and lows of your career here at Trine and how you kind of persevered through those. Yeah, there, there's, there's levels to all of that. And like like we alluded to earlier, like losses are going to happen and there's going to be lows where you're just not wrestling well. You're in, um, you're in a funk or whatever it's going to be. And it's just learning from those and not shutting down. Um, that's huge. Um, you know, we had, we had a kid win a national title this year and first tournament of the year, he took two losses. Um, and we, we wrestled both those guys at the national tournament, which was cool. And we got those wins back, but it was like, you never know what's happening at the time. You know, like I was, he was doing 21 credit hours. He was, he was working, he was doing all this stuff. Like, um, so just being able to battle and realize like what I did last week doesn't affect what I'm doing this week and, and having a short memory in wrestling, whether it's match by match or week by week, uh, is crucial. And, and, um, being able to learn, being able to move on, trust in the process. You know, those are things people say all the time, but it's true. It's like, well, we tried this this week and it didn't work. Well, let's keep trying it. Let's fix it. Let, let's get better at it instead of just giving up on it. Um, but, yeah, we've been there as athletes. We've been there as coaches. There's going to be times where things aren't going right, but it'll turn around. You do the right things. You, you do it well. Like, it, you're going to be successful in the end. So. No, absolutely. Um, so, you know, being – it, it was really cool to have the opportunity to have you come here and speak at the banquet. I thank you for that. Appreciate that. Um, you you, ex, you expressed how even though, you know, you're the head coach at Indiana Tech, that's your family, you know, but how much, you know, trying really means to you and how, how awesome you and cool it is. You love to come back. Um, you know, what does the culture here at Trine and what Trine University, Trine Wrestling does mean to you? Yeah, um, I mean, you said it like it is. It's It's everything that's in place now is because of my time here, like, you know, moved to Fort Wayne. My, my roommate was my college teammate, Coach Krause. Like, you know, we still talk weekly, sometimes daily. Like, we, we communicate all the time. You know, it's, it's every wedding that we've been to recently. It's all my college teammates. Like, it's those connections that, that last a, a long time. Like, they really do. It's awesome. Um, you know, and, and some of those guys were wrestlers and some were maybe wrestlers that didn't. It's just, like, bu- building the relationships with the right people go a long way. Um, so, you know, I was in that room and seeing everyone, you know, they're, they're close and they're talking and they're joking around with each other. Like, I said that you don't see it now, but like you're going to look back in, in a couple of years and, and I always say like college is weird. It's different. It's fake sometimes. Like you, you don't get to live down the hallway from your 10 best friends. Like right. when, when you're 25, like you got a wife and kid maybe like, so it's like cher- <laughs> cherish those moments, like and enjoy it, um, you know, and, and just embrace everything right now because there is going to be a time where you're going to want to walk out the, the hallway and find all your guys to, to go play football or do whatever it's going to be. And, um, you don't you don't get that. You start to live a little bit further apart, and you, and you miss those memories. But when you do get together, it's it's everything you, you talk about, which is um, which is fun. Like that that's the part of getting back together. The, the stories get um, more drawn out and, and more far fetched. But you know, it's we, we, we relive the times we had together, and we don't regret any of those. Right. So it was cool to see uh, talk to some of the guys on the team, and, and they introduced themselves, and they were really polite and really nice, and just saying like, guys, don't don't take this for granted. Like, put in the time, put in the work, because being a part of this and it's going to be special and it's going to pay off later in life when, when you move on from this place because those are the memories you're going to share. Those are the people that you're going to want with you at the most important times of your life. No, absolutely. Um, I kind of want to talk about leadership now. <clears throat> um, for me, you know, when being my senior year, being a captain on the football team and captain on the wrestling team, I took pride in, you know, the coaching staff having that faith in me and, you know, those reins put in my hands to lead this team, you lead the next group. Because for me, you know, it was, I learned from guys like Joel Arney, from guys like Ethan Hicks, um, and a lot of seniors we had. So I wanted to help inspire the next generation. Um, so leadership is extremely important to me. Um, as a senior and even as a coach, how did you uh, assume a, a leadership role and what, what ways do you go about that? Yeah, I, I like, I feel like I was always a leader, whether there was a title to it or not and that was in organizations I was on the team like it's interesting you, we, we talk a lot about cultivating leaders and trying but it's hard like I've realized that over my time as a coach like a lot of people are born with it and, and some people don't have it um, and that's okay so it's just making sure that the people that are kind of born or, or have learned those leadership qualities over time understand what their power is and and how to benefit the team uh, we talked a lot about like cultivating followers like we got leaders great but who's watching you who's doing what you're doing like um i love you know not to pick on people they're always like i'm gonna lead by example fantastic but who's watching you okay you could be doing everything right but if no one's watching you and following you we're we're not helping the whole team yet um so just 
cultivating followers. And I, I think that was it. Like I, I felt like I got along well with a lot of teammates and everyone was around me and they respected me enough that like I can be hard on them. I can tell them the truth. Like I always say to my guys now, like I'm a truth teller. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Like if you're not doing well, I'm going to let you know, like right. that I don't love you, but like, I'm just going to call it as I see it. Like that's right. how it is. Um, but you have to have that re- respect and that bond with the, whether it's the athlete or the teammate that they trust your opinion and that they, you know, they care about you. Um, a few things I've talked about with my guys, like, you know, we always want to jump on guys after the fact, punish them or get on them after, but like, maybe we got to do a better job of building relationships beforehand, before they mess up, before you're trying to be Mr. Tough Guy or a leader, like, so that they do respect you, so that they do understand where you're coming from. Um, and I feel like, you know, I, I did my best in time in college, like, just to treat everybody fairly and then, like, try to get along with everybody. Sure, you got people you're closer with than others, but I think the more people that know that you care about them, the easier it is to discipline them or talk to them or help them in, in any essence. Like, um, what's, what's the quote they say? Like, don't take um, advice, don't take criticism from someone you want to take advice from. Okay. Like, you got to, you know, if you want to criticize them, they better, you know, respect you enough to take your advice too, so. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, I feel like we had good leaders on the team when it, and that, that was uh, probably the thing that helped. It was like I came into a program with one class above me. So it was like kind of a free-for-all. There wasn't like this senior who had been here four years. Um, so like the sophomores were trying to lead. Some of the freshmen, you know, myself and my team was trying to step up and lead. And that's all good. Like anyone can lead. It's just making sure that you have the, the right guys doing it and they have people that respect and, and follow you. So, um, yeah, like I, th- I thought Krause did a great job. And then Lou Pose at the time. Kyle Pittman, to name a few. Brian White was awesome. And then you got guys that come in, like Alex Fleet, who's younger than everyone, just steps up. Like, he was a guy that people gravitated towards. Like, he, um, if he spoke, people listened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and everyone plays a different role. And then just making sure that we're, we got the same goal in mind in the end. No, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I think so many things, you know, I always talk about why I love wrestling and getting your hand raised is cool. You know, when it, yeah. being on top of a podium is amazing. Um, but in my opinion, what I have gained from wrestling and why I continue to come back to wrestling, Hey, I love the sport. Um, but I think I've gained most just relationships with others and so many life lessons from wrestling. It's helped me through a lot in, in a way. If, if I'm having a bad day, it's my escape. Um, I would say in a way that I need wrestling. Um, what would you say, wrestling has given you in your life i, th- I think you know friendships um you know advice learning like I- i'm friends with coaches right now uh, with guys that i looked up to in high school it's like wow this guy and like now we're friends and we communicate and we share and we talk and we teach each other um and we learn from each other and it's huge um my biggest goal i think for a while has been like i've always wanted to give back to the sport that i feel like gave me so much it's given me who i am so anytime i have a chance to give back you know, state organizations, I talk to Coach Hall weekly, like we just talk and, and help each other out with whatever we need. And we do that with a lot of coaches, like um, it's relationships. You'd be you'd be amazed that like every coach is probably thinking like they have the same frustrations, the same questions. Um, sometimes you just talk it out and it makes a lot more sense. And then you don't feel so bad about what you got going on. Um, but that, that's one is relationships. Um, gave me something that like, you know, for a long time was like, you said it like you love this. Like there's nothing else in life that like I can be so bad at at times and still want to do the next right. day. Like every time I play golf, I want to quit the next day. Oh my like, gosh, I, I hear you. Yes. Yeah, like it was okay. Like I could take losses in wrestling or bad practice or whatever it was going to be. And like still want to be back the next day. Um, yeah. So th- that, that was a big one too. So, um, but yeah, relationships, I think our sport, everything's all about relationships. It's not worth doing if you're not having fun or enjoying who you're doing it with. Oh, so. absolutely. Um, when you left here and, and got your diploma and moved to Fort Wayne, um, if you could go back, what would you say your legacy that you wanted to leave here at Trine University for would be? And, and what did you want people to know, you know, Thomas Pompey by? Um, I hope they think I was a nice person. <laughs> um, no, I, I felt like I worked hard. Like, was I, was I the best all the time? No, like I had, I had my moments, I had my days, I had my years, but like, I, I truly felt like I cared about the program and, and worked hard at it. Like, was I perfect? Absolutely not. Where, you know, but I, I try and learn right now and live my life by stuff that I, you know, maybe didn't do well back when I was in college. So, um, you know, I say a lot to my seniors and I think it's true looking back, like I, I wanted to be proud of coming back. And so you tell people, okay, like 
what are you doing now that when you come back in two, three, five, ten years, are you going to be proud of, of where this place is at? And leave it better than you found it type of thing. So that, that was a goal at the time was like, um, just set the, set it up to be successful moving forward. So, um, you know, le- legacy is what it is. I just, you're not going to see my name in a lot of record books or wherever. And, and it shouldn't be like they, people should always be coming in and, and striving for greatness and mm-hmm. being successful. Like it's not about that. Um, it's, you know, I would rather, I'd much rather see every year people here being successful, breaking records, doing things like, that means you know the place it's in a good place people are doing well so uh you know we don't want records lasting for 50 years because then maybe maybe it's in a bad place right right so um yeah so that that's legacy i just like i said i want to i want to be able to come back and people be like hey i remember that guy he wasn't half bad <laughs> right right um again not with you know maybe not one specific or, or maybe not the best but what was you know one of your your most favorite memories here you know and during your career here at trying um sure I, I probably i know a couple for sure um you know we always share stories with each other i remember winning my first college wrestling tournament like that was that was a big deal being a really good kid like kid like i said like wow that kid was really good in high school like it's kind of where i knew like i belonged i knew i was getting better um so that, so that was cool um i remember specifically though our senior year we went up to Wisconsin, yep, and we wrestled three ranked teams. And we were still, we were like emerging. I think we were ranked. I think we were okay. Uh, we wrestled three teams up there, and we, we beat the first team, and we were pumped. And then for whatever reason, we had like two guys. They were a little sore. Um, they didn't wrestle the next dual meet, and we lost. Okay. And uh, and Kraus and I, you know, as, as seniors on the team, we're like, there's no way we are leaving on a, like a loss. Like if we do that again, we're not winning. And so that was probably like a, a leadership moment for both of us is, and it's, it's the hard conversations you want to have. Like, we made those guys go put their singlets, go put their shoes back on and wrestle in this dual meet for us so we can win because that's how we wanted to go out in our last dual meet. Um, and we're proud of that moment. Like, we'll, we'll talk about that a lot. Like, oh, they put their stuff on. They had no issues. They didn't back talk. They didn't say anything. They wrestled. I don't even know if they won the matches. More importantly, they were out there. And we, we won the duel against, like, the 12th-ranked team in the country or whatever it was at the time. Um, so I think, like, that was a proud moment, um, mostly just because kind of back to that, like, they respected us enough to listen to us say, okay, I guess I am wrestling this match. Like it might not have been important to them. It might not have been hard or easy. Like they just said, they clearly want to win this dual meet and, and they did what we asked. So that, that was a, a cool moment um, for us. That's, that's something I, I really remember. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> that's, that's actually really cool. Um, so I want to jump into some, some rapid fire stuff. Um, gonna, gonna jump in between coaching and actually wrestling. Okay. Um, what is, what was your go-to food and drink after weigh-in? Uh, food, probably whatever was in the cooler. It was probably a bagel with like strawberry cream cheese for sure. Okay. Uh, and then I would always make like, we had those, those water bottles that pass out. I'd make like pre-mixed Gatorade and it was like probably four times the amount of sugar that I needed. <laughs> bad, bad nutrition, right? I said like, I learned to listen, but like it tasted so good and it was so cold. Um, <laughs> always upset my stomach but i feel like it never really hindered my wrestling but yeah it was um pre-mix it was that the powder mix gatorade okay. yeah the ratio was very poor yeah sugar it, to water it doesn't taste you yeah. know like great gatorade yeah um what what was your favorite move your favorite wrestling move whether it be you know any position yeah uh I, I was known for being good on top um that's where i you know where i found the most success at on my feet i had a pretty good slide bite um, I was real good at either uh, countering or getting taken down and finding reversals like okay. that. That was in my wheelhouse for sure. Um, but yeah, my, my top wrestling, some, some tilts that, that always saved me and kept me in some matches. So I feel like that's um, what helped me the most. Okay. Um, so now jumping into coaching, what is, you know, it, it's match day. What is one coaching necessity that you have to have? Oh, uh, I've gotten the habit of buying a bunch of like Starbucks, like double or triple shots. Like <laughs> I don't, I'm not even a huge coffee person. I feel like I just need to have it in the morning. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll have that. I, I, I'll probably go most tournaments and like not eat. I'm running around. I'll, I'll maybe snag something, but I'll probably always start the day out with like a Starbucks double shot or something. Okay. Some, some cold coffee. It's, you know, it's, it's the winter, it's cold, but I'll still right. drink cold coffee. Now that's cool. Cause in college or in high school, you know, coach Caprino just had his water. Coach mm-hmm. Briggs would have his coffee. Mm-hmm. Now coming here, coach Hall and coach, coach Clark, uh, coach Rieger's just coffee again, but yeah. they're, they're all on energy drinks. Uh, yeah, um, I tried that when I was, yeah, yeah. A couple of years, you know, I was like, no, can't do it. <laughs> so that's, that's about the, the mainstay for me. I get the jitters all day. I'm already cold as it is. So, okay. so I, that, that'll, that'll keep me through like most of the day before I end up getting hungry at, you know, 
probably two or three in the afternoon. Okay, so last rapid fire question, and then I'll ask one more, and we can close it off. Um, if there was, you know, one wrestler in the world, you know, D one, D two, D three, NAIA, um, anybody that's not one of your guys, because I know I don't want I don't want you to throw anybody under the <laughs> bus. Um, who is your favorite to watch? Uh, favorite to watch. Um, that's good. I there's. Um, I really like Dom Demas. Okay. Um, where did he, he just transferred to, I don't know to Cal Paul? I don't know where he went, but like he's he's fireworks. Uh, Yanni, Yanni's one Yanni. too. Like I, I don't know what he does half the time, but it's awesome. <laughs> um, so that that's cool. Like he could probably be half as good of a wrestler as he is. And I just like I like watching him wrestle. Um, I'm sure there's an others like that. I just I, I like guys that go after it and get after it. So uh, it's fun to watch. You know. Wrestling can be boring, especially to the casual fan if there's right. not a lot going on. And then those guys truly try and light up the scoreboard and, and in big ways too, which which is cool. So, um, and then I've always always really liked watching David Taylor wrestle. Okay. I just think he's like crisp and smooth and like and really really good. So um, he's just fun to watch. No, absolutely. Um, last question. Uh, I know this this may be a difficult one to answer because um, obviously anybody who's who's looking to come to Tech, you want to come to Tech. Um, but for anybody, you know, who's, like, just on the fence of even coming to Trine, what would you say? Why would somebody come to Trine University? Um, take a chance. You know, it might be the best decision you ever made. Like, it was for me and it was for a lot of my buddies. Um, beautiful campus, good education. Um, we said college wrestling is not for everyone, but, but you don't know if it's not for you if you don't take a chance on it. Like, invest in yourself, take a chance, give it a go. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But it might, and it might be the best decision you ever made, so – might as well take a chance and, and try. So can't hurt to try. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Coach Com Coach Pompey, I, I really can't thank you enough for hopping on and telling the Trine Wrestling community a little bit about yourself. Uh, and that will conclude the 12th installment of the Building a Trinity podcast. I'm your host, Kyler Bills. I want to thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you, and go Thunder. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.